From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, the beauty of this episode, we're only going to be here for a half hour. We have a game to watch. Uh, right now, our squad is up 5-1 to one and counting over the Seattle Mariners. Uh, the surprise is the Seattle Mariners, right? But what's more of a surprise? Uh, the Yankees losing two to the Mets or even winning a series two out of three versus the Royals, meaning should the Yankees have swept the Royals? Let's talk about that. Of course, the hot bats with uh, – uh, Aaron Judge. Listen, let, let me actually let me put a little perspective on it. Uh, no surprise to you, Yankee fans, but just talking from our, our own sports uh, sports talk uh, perspective. Because when we first started doing these shows, way back when, this is when Aaron Judge was still in the minors, and I remember those conversations vividly. You probably remember the doorman. Shout outs to Kenny, man. Kenny was our Yankees guy, very thorough, in and out data, statistics, he was on the analytics training, a young guy, still supports the show, shout out to Kenny, right? We had those debates years ago, I remember that, I remember the Yankees were just kind of getting by, they weren't really really fully tanking, but they weren't at the top of the heap of those ALEs teams at the time, back in like 2015-ish, 16, and we were all talking about it at the time, like Aaron Judge, man, we need to bring him up, because the Yankees were... Not doing great, but they weren't doing terrible, but we wanted a spark. I say all that to say is fast forward it about, what, six, seven years later, and look what it has become to the point where the Yankees still haven't signed him, right? Uh, you still got to get uh, a long-term contract. But a guy with, you know, fastest to 40 home runs in a year, 200 uh, home run just over the weekend, uh Shoot, what, back-to-back weeks of AO Player of the Week, you know? Uh, I know Mattingly uh, has gotten that award, too. That was my favorite Yankee growing up. I say all this to say is what a fantastic stretch of Aaron just to see it blossom from from beginning to when he first came up. And I remember those debates, man. We wanted him to come up so bad during midseason, but the Yankees did the right thing. You got to let him develop and let him be what he has become and also, one more thing before we bring on the guys, uh, Anthony Rizzo's also got a hot bat as well. But the, the bat ain't really necessarily the issue with the Yankees. It's the pitching. And we got to talk about that within the next 25, 27 minutes. Um, let's, let's do it, man, because they got a lot of things that I want to talk about. What happened with the Mets, what happened with the Royals. Uh, the pitching is decimated, man. And we got an MLB trade deadline, manana, tomorrow, man. So uh, let's, uh, without further ado, man, let's get the guys on real quick and, uh, and, and, a, and a roll call. Uh, Carl at the Cenos on Twitter, happy birthday, bro. I hope all is well. Let's talk some Yankees. We got Jimmy behind you, but say hello to the peoples first. How you doing, man? Happy, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Now, how did birthday go, man? What you do, man? Say that one more time. How did you, your birthday? Were any plans or? Um, I just look at it as another day. I'll probably wait till the weekend and do something because when the birthday shows up on a Monday, it's, you know, the boss asked me asked me actually asked if I wanted to take a half day today. I was like, ah, no, let's just let it wait till the end of the week. 
right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, when we, when we, we'll get you on, and we, I want to go one by one with this Mads and the Royals. Let's get Jimmy on. Jimmy at uh, Kane's Eagle One on Twitter. What's up, Jimmy? How you doing, man? How's everything? <laughs> hey, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing good, man. Yankees off to, yeah, Yankees off to a good start right now, man. Uh, let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's win this game. All right, let's try to do I'm it. Excited. Get back onto the winning ways, for sure, man. Um, shout out to Jimmy. We start off with Carl. Carl, let's work our way backwards. All right, we already got a, uh, you know, hopefully Herman doesn't fuck this shit up. <laughs> but uh, I saw, you know, the pitching. I'm worried, Carl. I think me and you. In the beginning of the year, right, we were saying this team wasn't going to be a first-place team. We, I definitely said they were going to be a fourth-place team, third, fourth-place team, based off the pitching. I believe this team front-ran, and, hey, I'm not, I'm not mad at they front-ran. The, the hitting has held its par. The pitching has done well, but it is dropping like flies. Uh, I mean, even, even in the game with Cole, we could go back with him blowing the leads, uh, big home runs, big innings. Um, talk about what happened with the Mets because I think a lot of Yankee fans were annoyed by Mets fans. I don't know how you felt about it. A lot of Yankee fans were, you know, because you know it was kind of, in a way it felt like the Mets won the NLCS, borderline World Series because they beat the Yankees. If you want to talk about your fan experience dealing with Mets fans, and even do you feel like losing one out of three to the Royals was a loss overall? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And then we could go right down the line. We got a, uh, we could talk about Judge Rizzo, anything, man. We could talk about uh, Severino on the sixty-day IL and Castro, same thing. What, what are your thoughts, man? I'm gonna sit back and listen. Well, going back to the Subway uh, series, the, the first part of it uh, last week. Hey, listen, those those games were, were were fun games. You know, the intense. I've always felt that the in being um, in both stadiums that the the Subway Series games at City Field are always much more exciting and fun than the games at Yankee Stadium, and those two days at City Field were tremendous. Uh, you know the 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 atmosphere, the the nature of the crowd on both sides. Um, unfortunately, the Yankees were on the on the wrong side of both of those games. But for the most part, hey, listen, those games are always going to mean more to the Mets than it is the Yankees. You know, the Yankees are looking at things in a in a in a big sense. Now, the Mets in the same way as well, but it's a little bit different because. You know, much like, you know, the Angels and, and the Dodgers or the White Sox beating the Cubs, you know, the the second team in any of those three cities are always going to feel as if the games are bigger to them than the establishment. You know, it's like taking on Microsoft or taking on, I don't know, McDonald's, you know. It, that's how it's always going to be. So, you know, I, I know some Yankee fans seemingly try to, like, have this sort of, like, I don't know, either arrogant, dismissive, like, oh, okay, uh, who cares? Like, I mean, this is just sort of the nature of how this has always been. It's how it's always going to be. But make no mistake about it, the Mets are a legitimate contender. Um, and, you know, you you can easily make the case. And it was obvious based on the viewership of those two games. I think those two games this season were the most watched baseball games of any two baseball games this year, even nationally. I watched the game on TBS on Tuesday as opposed to watching it on Yes, and it turns out TBS has had its highest viewership in 15 years. And the next night on ESPN, I think it was their highest viewership in like 10 years. So clearly, and this is with all the options available, Yes, SNY, you know, there seems to be, there happen to be a very, uh, a lot of interest in these games from everybody. And so that was a very fun thing. As far as the Royals games go, hey, listen, you know, 
Um, the one thing that I've been talking about for weeks, I actually joined you guys right after the Rangers season had ended, uh, when the hockey season ended. And I think at that point, the, the Yanks were, I think, 52-18. and 18. I think since that point, you could check this. If they're like 69-34, and 34, I think it is. So that means they're like seven. I told you guys at the time, they said there's going to be about a 30-40 to 40 game stretch of time where there's going to be a bit of a market correction. And they're probably going to play right around 500. That's exactly what's happened over the last 30 to 34 games. So nothing has totally surprised me in terms of that. Um, the pitching staff has been leaking some oil. There's been no question about that, you know, uh, in terms of the starting pitching. I've uh, been wondering about is whether or not this Holmes thing is real. You know, for a guy that has not done this before um, consistently over a full season at any point in his career, you know, as you see now the last, let's say, five weeks, Holmes has not been the same pitcher in terms of his ability to keep runners off base, the walks, um, just the at-bats when you see him pitch now to some of these guys. His sinker and slider are just sometimes just kind of just way out of the strike zone. And so you wonder whether or not you got the best of Holmes the first 10, 11 weeks of the season and that the rest of the way is going to be – sort of what you've been seeing. You know, there's a reason why Holmes was made available at the time he was from Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, Pittsburgh didn't know he was going to turn out to be what he was those 11 weeks with the Yanks. But, you know, Chapman has been pitching much better the last, let's say, four or five times out. Eventually, does that change where Chapman becomes the closer again? Because I don't believe that Chapman, as a setup man or a seventh inning man or whatever you want to call it right now, is going to be as effective as he will be in the ninth inning. I just don't – I just – feel that way that's why you get the trade here with Efros from the Cubs which I think is very very good if you don't don't look at the numbers that they show on television look at the the underlying numbers like fielding independent pitching expected the ERA his numbers this season and actually going even back to last season were very 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 good I'm surprised that the Cubs even made him available so that's a guy that I could almost or see a scenario where he pitches the eighth inning if he's able to impress right away. Montas is the starting pitcher they get from Oakland. Um, I, I'm not totally sure what to make of that. Is he good? Yes. Is he the next Sonny Gray? That has to, we have to sort of wait and see. I don't trust any starting pitcher that comes out of Oakland. Um, and then, of course, in the lineup with Benintendi, you know, hey, listen, that's a very, very quality bat in the lineup. Uh, he's not going to hit for power. You can't have nine Ben Intendis in your lineup because you would lose. But a guy like him, either at, you know batting first or batting sixth, the guy that can keep a line moving, get on base, you know, hit for some level of average, and not be the strikeout machine that the person he replaced was, is a huge, huge addition to the lineup. And we'll see how that plays out over the coming weeks and maybe even you know coming months as well. You know, you know that was kind of weird, right? You get traded, and you the very first game you are playing is the team you're you were traded from. Uh, I thought that you know that's usually doesn't usually happen, but the guy has like what up until this point at least six, seven walks. Like that's the thing; he's not forcing anything. He's taking what's being given. He's getting on base, and that's just good as as good as a hit to me as far as Benatendi, man. Uh, with that trade. And, yeah, as far as the, the Scott Efros uh, trade with the Cubs, uh, I don't know. Do you think the Yankees have more in them by uh, 
tomorrow or, or, or Tuesday? Anything? And we'll go to Jimmy. Um, I would take one more relief pitcher, but I'm also kind of I, I want to monitor the catching market. And now I don't think the Yankees would do this. Um, I know Contreras of the Cubs is going to be traded. That has been every indication from the Cubs and everybody that covers the Cubs. I mean, Contreras, in, in, the, in the last home game that they had before they went on the road uh, to San Francisco, basically waved goodbye to the fans uh, his last home game, basically saying, hey, listen, guys, you know, I, I know I'm going to get traded, and it's just, you know, thank you for all the years of service. I, I, I don't – the, the Trevino-Higashioka thing over the long term here – and there's only about two two more months to go. Can that continue to carry the way? I'm not sure, but I think the Yankees are monitoring the market of that because if you look at the offense, the the pitching staff. Okay, you've got with with Severino out, you got five starters. You're not going to get another starting pitcher. Like who else are you who are you going to try to replace? The bullpen. You're looking. That would be the target to see if you can get one right. more arm in that spot particularly the pitch, let's say, like the seventh inning or sixth inning, a guy that can kind of eat some, some, some time up there. And if you then look at the everyday lineup, like you're trying to figure out, okay, where can you go? And the only hole I can foresee is the, is the catching position. That's really it. So that's pretty much where it stands right now. Right, right. I'm with you. Uh, let's go to Jimmy. I, I'm with you, Carl, because the whole time, the entire time, looking at the teams that were in it, there was no market – with these poor teams with starting pitching, I always thought Art needed Art needed upgrade even before Michael King was the, the middle relief. Uh, Jimmy, what are your thoughts on everything since last week? What are your thoughts versus the Mets, the Royals, uh, Rizzo and Judge are hot, but what about, you know, Carl kind of alluded to it. We've been kind of, eh, you know, it's 162 games, but we're kind of not, we're not, we're not, we're not, storming like we were. We're kind of like up and down, up and down. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are kind of like up and down, you know. As far as far as the as far as far as the game as far as the games against the Mets, you know, I look I I look at I look at it like this, you know. We're gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna lose a you're gonna lose a couple games here and there, you know. You know, you know, it just happens, you know. The same thing goes with the same thing goes with the Royals, you know. As far as like. As far as like Judge goes, Judge has been Judge has been a beast. Judge has been a beast this whole time. You know, it seems like it's it seems like every game he's every game he's like big bopper now. He's just he's just hitting home home run after home run. So it's it's great it's great to see that. Yeah, you know, and as far as far as the uh, as far as the pitching staff goes, I really really hope that I I. I really, really hope Montez is not. I hope he's not. Another, I hope he's not another Sonny Gray because, uh, you know, we we already went through that once, and uh, you know, we 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 can't afford to do that again. But I mean, from what I what I've seen, what what I've seen from Montez, you know, there there are times when he can, there are times when he can, when he's good, he's really good. So I hope, I I I hope he's an upgrade to our, I hope he's an upgrade to our rotation. I, I was. I was real. I was really happy about that. So, I mean, I mean, over, I mean, overall, it's overall, it's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I, I just, I, I just can't wait to see what happens. You know, with, with the Mariners. You know, the rest of the rest of this game of the series, and uh, let's, 
let's try to get some let's try to get some wins under our belt, man. So my question to you, Jimmy, let me ask you this. The versus the Mets and Carl said his thoughts on the two game series and losing the two. Were you mad? Were you just like, ah, just another series? And then also the Royals. Do you believe that uh, just even winning two out of the three, does that feel like you – I mean, you won the series, but do you feel like they left that on the table, knowing they had a league going into the late innings, or it's just, ah, whatever, you know, it's just another game in late July? What are your thoughts on the Mets and the Royals from your perspective? Uh, I, I, I mean, but, I mean, I mean, but, I mean, basically, you know, it's just a it, – I think of it this way, you know, it's just – it's just another game, you know. You're not gonna win every game because it's baseball, <laughs> obviously. And you know, we're 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 in a we're in a good position right now. We're losing a, losing a couple losing a couple games is not really it's not really a big deal, you know. If if our record was like if a, if our record was like a record like the Orioles or somebody like that that was like 500, then I would say like or oh, then I would say like all oh, right, it's a big deal. But since we're since we're so, since we're so locked into it, you know, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna have those, you know, and the same, the same thing, the same thing goes with the war, the the Royals, you know, we weren't able to, we weren't able to sweep them, but that's okay, you know, you know, we got, we got the Mariners now, who like they've been, they, 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 they they've been up and down, and you know, I'm saying thank God that, thank God Domingos have. Thank God Domingo's having a good game so far because, uh, you know, the Domingo Herman hasn't been he he hasn't he hasn't been, he hasn't been great. You know, his last two starts. So I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to see him have a good start now. Hopefully it's not just hopefully it's not just because it's, it's the Mariners. You know, let's let's hope let's hope that. But uh, we'll we'll see, man. It's it's, it's exciting, man. All right, uh, let me get my thoughts. Um, you know, I, I thought, you know, losing to the Mets was, yeah. I mean, I, I said this many a times. I, I, I look at the Mets just like pretty much any other team. I think the big the thing with them, of course, they're the other team in New York, like Carl said, they're the second team. And I, and I know that we all know a lot of fans for the Mets, and I think that was their – their, uh, I guess you could say, sense of motivation. They were looking forward to it because they're always looking up to the Yankees. We all know this, right? So, to me, it wasn't no big deal. You know the Mets were really – Mets fans were really excited about it. My whole thing about that two-game two series, because, like Carl said, it, it wasn't just – it was the Mets. It was the fact that it was the energy. It was about uh, – it was almost like a playoff game in a sense, right? Like the uh, the, the type of atmosphere, the, the high level of innings and pitching. The Mets have very good pitching, right? So I wanted to see the Yankees do well on the road, even, you know, cross town, whatever, versus, you know, pretty good pitching, a very a, a team that turned it around. Now, Jimmy mentioned uh, Domingo Herman, and last time, uh, I think he believed, I, think, I think he was the one who gave up the, the home run to Alonzo in the second game, the two-run home run, right? Um, and the Yankees really couldn't – see, I, I want to see the Yankees – see, it's not a lot of these teams this year. Like, a lot of the teams stink, to be quite honest with you. But it's going to be teams like the Mets. It's going to be teams like the Astros. With teams with better pitching, how are the Yankees going to fare? You know, and, 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 and especially, like, what, you know, of course, what Carl said, 
I was never really a fan of the pitching to begin with anyway this year, meaning over 162 games. And this is the type, this is the, uh, the, the stretch of the year. You know, I didn't expect, you know, guys to be really dropping like that. Like Miguel Castro is going to be gone for two months. Severino. And, and a guy like Clark Schmidt, I thought, you know, even with all my doubts with the pitching, I thought he would be at least one, at least maybe show you some signs to step it up. And they don't even believe in him. They sent his ass back to Scranton, right? So they're going to give Carlos Espinal some stopgap, middle relief pitching uh, appearances. Uh, I mean, he's done well in double and triple A, right? Like 2.5 ERA and 48 strikeouts, this and that. But uh, it's not really going to be about him. It's about these other guys that are going to be coming. And I think the Yankees have another deal in them by the trade deadline or by the time you you know, the audience listens to this episode, they're probably going to have another trade by sometime uh, during uh, the trade deadline. Um, I'm with you, Carl, like, like uh, you know, like Clay Holmes. Uh, even with, even with uh, uh, I wrote this Chapman, like, <laughs> I mean, he's pitched better, but this is, I mean, he's he's always had these, oh, he looks good over four or five games. He'll even get hot, but in the big moments, and, they, and I think this is more of the downside of his career. I mean, he's been, you know, it's been all right, effective. But I, I just don't have this confidence that if we, I mean, I got to see all this uh, come into play, like all the pitches we can get uh, through the deadline and how we're going to get through August and then into September. Because uh, it's really about, if the Yankees pitches is not up to par, I don't care how many home runs Judge or Rizzo hits. So I don't care. And, and you know, we've got to get Stanton's off the DL, too. He was on the 10-day DL. So um, you did get quality at bat uh, with the trade with the Royals. I, that That's a help. I, I, that's definitely a help. And, and also, that's another thing, Carl. We talked about this about a month ago. Let's, not, let's give, um, you know, DJ LeMayhew his props. Man, this guy's been hot. He's also been hot. He's hit well over the last... I'll say five, six weeks, right? He's bumped up his average uh, really well. Uh, what are your thoughts on his, his production? Um, and I, listen, I know we've been kissing judges, but and rightfully so, homegrown Yankee. But, I mean, what he did, Robin home runs in the Royal Series, uh, the game-winning home run in the Royal Series, he got the, 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 the home run tonight. I mean, I mean, I mean, how phenomenal of a year! It just, it's just a spectacle. He's been a, like almost a one-man show in some of these games, man. But all that, you know, all the pitching, anything else? What, what are your major concerns that we have not said as well? We we'll go back to. Just- uh, well, health is definitely the big thing, you know. St- you know, because before Stanton had gotten injured, you know, the Yankees had almost gone basically almost two going on a year and a half with Judge and Stanton essentially being healthy players. Like that in the previous, you know, three, four years before that, that was very hard to have, you know, the, the, the amount of times that both of those guys would be in the lineup was, you know, 50% of the time, maybe at best. And you were getting them at this point in the last, the last year and a half at somewhere around 85 to 90%, you know, so that, you know, not having, we'll see what happens, you know, coming forward with him. See, hopefully that injury to him is not um, a, a lingering thing. Um, you know, you're talking about Chapman just now. You know, one thing that I, I have I have noticed that is holding I don't know I can't I don't know if I want to say holding it holding him back. Um, he's not throwing as hard as he used to. You know, what distinguished Chapman from all the other relievers in baseball going back from the time he came up to the league was he was always a consistent 
you know, 90, you know, 98, 99, 100, 101, 102 type of pitcher. Well, if you see the advances in, in the sport in the like the last, you know, f- you know, five to seven years, a lot of guys throw 97, 98, 99, 100. So he doesn't do anything all that different than anybody else, which makes hit, which for hitters, they see Chapman now. And unless Chapman can, can sort of, you know, find some secondary pitches to throw for strikes, he cannot be the distinguisher. You know, it's not like he's something to the different that, you know, other guys aren't. And so that's the one thing I did notice, um, you know, about, uh, about him. Oh, one extra thing. Um, I, did, I did find it to be cruel and unusual punishment for uh, Boone to send Joey Gallo to the plate against Edwin Diaz last week. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought that was punishment for all of the bad at-bats he basically has been putting forward for the, like, the last year. And I was like, I think he was giving him one last chance to be like, all right, I'm going to give you this chance here. I, I know what's about to happen. We all know what's about to happen. But you know what? Hey, stun me. Shock me. Show me something different. And, of course, predictably, the at-bat went exactly how everybody expected <laughs> I know looking for a Bad News Brown moment, right? Shout out, shout out to Carl. <laughs> Jimmy, anything else you'd like to add before we go around for final thoughts? So we got a game to watch. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, like, in regards, to, in regards to what you were saying about Chapman, I mean, yeah, like, he doesn't look like the Chapman that he, that he looked like before. But, uh, you know, you know as, long, as long as he can – as long as he can keep us in the game, you know that's all. That's all that matters. You know we don't need him. We don't need him to be the way he was. You know because pitchers change and you know, you know hitters hitters figure him out. So like it's just that's just the nature of that's just the nature of baseball. You know as far as far as far as Clay Holmes goes, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a little slack because I mean that, that was that was just one. There's only one blunder that he has, you know. Let's uh, let's start worrying, you know, if he does it like if he does it like two, three games in a row. I'm not real, uh, I'm not really worried about uh, I'm I'm not I'm not really worried about Clay Holmes right now. But uh, yeah, 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 man. This is it's always it's always it's always fun doing this with you. And uh, as far as my thoughts go, let's let's just let's just get this win, man. Let's win this game. Right, right. Shout out to Jimmy at Kane's Eagle One. I didn't want to cut him off, but uh, minutes ago, uh, Trevino, nice home run. Uh, they should be up four by now. So uh, let's go to Carl. Uh, final thoughts from you, sir. Happy birthday again, and final thoughts. Um, you know, nothing really to contribute here. Um, I did see some of the other trades that had gone down, and I saw that the, the Astros – you know, hey, listen, that's why you can never count those guys out. You know, they find the very smart moves to make. They got Vasquez from the Red Sox. They were able to free Mancini from, from the Orioles. I don't, that, that high wall definitely has an effect on him. So the Astros, whose offense this year was somewhere around 22, 23, 24, in the bottom of the league this, this season, despite all of their winning, <laughs> you know, they get a, a big boost uh, to add to the lineup, which I, you know, between, you know, Bregman and Altuve and Alvarez and Kyle Tucker to, you know, they get to, those guys get to sort of be, you know, bottom of the lineup hitters who 
are very, very, you know, if you're, if you're having those guys bat, you know, seventh, eighth or ninth, you know, those are some big threats compared to the guys that they had previous. And so, you know, even though the Yankees have improved, the Astros have improved just as much. Yeah, you're right. Um, I know baseball fans on baseball on social media were really making a big deal when they got swept by the athletics, but who cares? I mean, the Astros is always in it, you know, so they're, they're going that, I mean, that, that's who's in the way. I mean, that's what it comes down to for me and pretty much a lot of, uh, I guess, Yankee fans, man. I mean, you get who you get in the, in, in the first round or whatever. It really goes through them once you get to them and how we match up. And I'm not, I'm be honest, man. I'm not confident in, in the pitcher, man. Huh? Got to get there first. And well, yeah, you got to get first. Oh, we'll series, get there. Yeah, that first series, I, I I don't know what the projected matchup is as it stands right now. I I I haven't looked at it, you know, specifically. I really don't care. But you know, the biggest threat in a in a in a current five game series as it stands right now to me is still Toronto. I think man for man, mm-hmm. Toronto is just as good Yankees, you know, player for player. Um, you know, despite whatever issues that they've had. And that is still kind of, you know, sort of lingering. So as much as we talk about the Astros and just getting to the Astros, got to get there first. And so that, as Boone has been right. saying, you, you know, you can seem to beat them, but you got to get to the, to that point first. And so you got to get, you know, get through with the oh, other teams. Oh, yeah, t- totally, totally agree. I, that's the thing. If you could give me one more thought on Toronto, because this is the thing about them – I, I, I know the pitching hasn't been what it was like it was last year, right? But I thought they went – to me, they had the excuse last year playing like like three ballparks, Florida, New York, uh, you know, back eventually back up into Canada. And they did what they did last year. I, they still – they don't fear the Yankees. No, I mean, I don't think no team fears anybody. But they know they could play with the Yankees. And you're right. In, in, in a series, they could definitely take it to them, you know, Especially if things don't go our way pitching wise. Anything else you want to add up with the Blue Jays, and then we'll wrap up. Man. Well, the only th- the thing that had had kind of set their season uh, in a, in a terrible way was really two things. When Ryu went down, they didn't have a a, a re- reasonable enough replacement for him. You know they've gotten you know they've gotten better now figuring things out, but also Barrios um, was not has not pitched this season as as they had hoped. You know, the, the additions of Gossman, have, he's been, you know, he's been just as good, just hasn't gotten the, uh, the requisite, you know, run support. But their biggest um, addition in terms of performance has been Manoa. You know, he's been better than Cole has been this season by almost, you know, by most metrics. So they, you know, coming into a series, let's say if they, you know, face the Yankees, they would be feeling very confident, you know, having Manoa and Gossman in those first two games. And, it, you know, Stripling was the guy that has kind of sort of surprised for the Blue Jays. So those are the three starters that they can reasonably, you know, conclude, say, hey, listen, you know, why are we going to fear this team? And Toronto right now, I think they're on pace to when I think it's 94 games even right now. So, so for all mm-hmm. of their quote-unquote struggles, hey, a 94-win team, you know, that's a legitimate, that's a legitimate opponent. Right, and one more factor that we haven't talked touched about, and knowing that they play in Canada, uh, and I, I heard that. Now, I, I mean, I shouldn't be saying this because I, you know, I don't know. I've just heard what's been reported about, you know, with the trade status. You know, unless play, Yankee players do get vaccinated, you can't go up in there, and who knows what the world's going to be if you, you know, in October if you have to play these guys and what uh, laws and whatever. Uh, 
you know, what Yankee players have done, whether they got vaccinated or not. You know, that does play a role if you've got key players that's not, you know, in that situation. So, but we'll, we'll talk about it, man. Uh, Carl, happy birthday. Jimmy, shout outs to Jimmy. Uh, let's go watch this game. Uh, we'll be back. In, yeah, we'll be back next Monday, man. Uh, live looking versus the Mariners. Songgrass, who ladies and gentlemen, bleed blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.